Yes. Um, one, two, also twice. Also twice. Okay. So you're batting, you're on par. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two for two. Two on two. Clearly. My wife right now is the tiebreaker. So that's making me nervous. <laughs> you're right. You're currently married now. Yes. I'm rooting for death to be. <laughs> as the as the breakup that is the breakup yeah we all i think wanted that to be uh the end of the breakup was death um great cool so two uh times you've been dumped you've dumped someone twice and next set is uh for this dump how long ago did it happen this happened in 2016 so four years ago four years ago okay exactly four years ago actually yeah (laughs) great okay uh it's like you're like i think four and then you're like absolutely four i remember the pain is the anniversary is coming up yeah oh oh boy (laughs) okay great um how long so it happened in 2016 that was four years ago um and how old were you when you got uh broken up with so i would have been 31 31 okay that's your girl's 31 got dumped right before my birthday. So it's a hard age to be destroyed. Uh, yeah, for sure. Great. When you're finding your footing in life. Yes, yes. Um, it's like, okay, now you're in your 30s and your soulmates left. So do you want kids? That's what it's <laughs> for me. Uh, great. So you were 31. How long were you and your ex-wife together? We were together for a little over 70 years. So we were married for five together for two before that. Married for five years. Wow. Okay. Seven years. Wow. Okay. Uh, amazing. And then um, I, well, how are you feeling emotionally about that particular breakup right now? Oh, now I feel 100% great about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So good about it. I mean, I still talk about it in therapy sometimes, but I, I mean, my life is, great right now and it wouldn't have been possible had I not been dumped so just very grateful for it yeah Yeah. wild how that changes because uh yeah I'm slowly getting there but I'm still in the thing of like how are you guys grateful my life was destroyed um great and then so last dump stat is when Nora dumped you did you go full psycho I did not go full psycho. I don't even think I went half psycho, but I did get very sad and very down. And I did some things that were like out of character for me. This is my divorce hair. (laughs) And that's half psycho. (laughs) I mean, I never dyed my hair before. And then I went into a play and I never thought I was like, basic white girl who gets bangs or whatever after a breakup and I went to a hair salon and I was like yes bleach it all and dye it pink okay great so we're gonna do a recap of your stats really quick uh you've been dumped twice uh you've dumped someone you've dumped two people for this particular one it happened in 2016 that was four years ago you were 31 years old you guys were together seven full years and you didn't go psycho, but you did get sad and do some insane things. To start, how did you and Nora meet? Oh, this is a good one. We met on Craigslist. 
<laughs> oh my god, a wife born from Craigslist? I'm obsessed. How did I know this was going to be doomed? No, we met on Craigslist in the strictly platonic section, and I was dating somebody else at the time. So I had just moved to a new city. I didn't really know anyone. I was having troubles uh, making friends and was sick of just only having like my coworkers as a social option. So I was on Craigslist looking for furniture, and then I saw that there was a section that was strictly platonic. I'm like, can I make a friend through Craigslist? Uh, and mind you, at this time, Craigslist was very different. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, so, so I went there and there was somebody who posted that they were in a similar situation. They just moved to the city. They were also gay. And I had a girlfriend. So I was like, hey, just like looking for a friendship, someone to go out with, you know, let's hang out. And we met up and there was no drama we never fought it felt just like a breath of fresh air to be in this relationship that felt very easy to be in and that I wasn't having to constantly fight for it Brandon while we're still talking will you look up when the Craigslist murders happened do you know so the Craigslist murders I'm trying to think my friends knew him oh no yeah and have you seen the Lifetime movie? I have not. Okay, so it's it's a, actually a very tragic story. Like, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Probably can't get into it, but I'm wondering if it's pre or post. I think probably pre murders. So that would have been 2009. Oh, 2009. So okay, so 2007 is when I found her on Craigslist. Okay, great. So yes, pre-murder. Pre Thank you, Brandon. Brandon knows how to use Google and we love that. <laughs> um, okay, so this was pre-murder. So Craigslist was like a fine place. We met on Craigslist, a very funny place at this time, but it seems like normal to me kind of there. What happened? How'd you get dumped? And uh, how'd you handle it? I want to be sensitive to this yes, uh, with, with the details I'm giving out because it, it does involve the the New York Women's Basketball League, uh, the gay the gay <laughs> basketball league that you were in, Morgan. <laughs> so now we've got it narrowed down to 200 queers in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now the world knows I was in the gay basketball lesbian basketball league in New York, and honestly, I'm. I didn't get rookie of the year and I'm mad. And I think it's cause I didn't go out enough with the girls. I don't, I don't have, I don't hold grudges. <laughs> I'm not careful at all. So there, there were clues along the way. Mm -hmm. She unfollowed me on Twitter. Uh, in the marriage. In were the you, marriage. were you cognizant of this during, or was this, this in hindsight? Were you like, she phone called me on Twitter. Maybe this is bad. Or yeah, you it happened during, but I didn't notice it for like nine months or something. And then I finally noticed and I brought it up and she was like, yeah, that was like nine months ago. And I'm like, that's kind of aggressive. Like in this day, that's a very aggressive move to unfollow. I'm like, why would you? Yeah. Uh, and then she hated that I started doing comedy. Uh, literally said who would want to be married to a comedian? And I said, do you remember in our vows, we said we would support each other and all of our ambitions. And she said, we did. 
that was her response when I asked her in that. So yeah, I knew there was trouble there. Um, another giveaway was I used her computer to look up how to do something uh, in the kitchen. I was cooking dinner. So I start Googling uh, how to, and then one of the recent searches came up and it was how to ask for a divorce. <laughs> There's some foreshadowing no! going on here. Um, Morgan, guess how long we were married after that though? How? Over a year. Over a year? Like I caught her Googling how to divorce me and she denied it. So- she asked for a divorce and what happened? What happened and how did you cope with that? Yeah. And again, like it, it wasn't a shock, but it still felt like a shock. Like it's always like a long time coming, but then when it happens, it feels super sudden. So like the week before she actually asked to end the marriage, she went to stay at her sister's place and like took a couple of houseplants with her. And I was like, well, that was weird. Uh <laughs> But again, like once they take the house plants, it's like that they're they're leaving. They're leaving town. And I was so upset. I was so angry. I had never felt that much anger and pain ever. Um, I had never cried so hard. Um, I was crying at work a lot. There was like a, a porch at my office and I would just go out there for like half an hour and cry every afternoon. Um, mm -hmm. I would just have to take like a lot of outside walks because I was crying so much. I was crying in conference rooms. Um, I would stay up late at night because I couldn't stop crying. I became, I wouldn't say suicidal, but I thought about suicide every day. And that was a new thing for me. You know, every time uh, being on the elevated platform for the train, staring at the tracks and feeling uh oh, that's warm and inviting or yeah. like looking over the railing and being like, I just wonder like, cause yeah. it's exhausting, right? Pain is exhausting. And then sometimes you're like, oh, there's an easy way to make this all end. It's not the right answer, yeah. but it's like, it's almost like a comforting fantasy to know that like death is an option and which it, it shouldn't be. And I hope like, I don't know, trigger warning what that, that's not what I told myself during that time was this is temporary and this will pass and kept telling myself, this is going to pass. Humans are resilient. Also resisting the urge to do unhealthy things. So like I drink wine, I don't have problems with, with alcohol. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at moderating, but knowing how upset I was, I was like, don't drink, don't drink when you're sad. That's wow. not not going to help anything. Uh, I resisted urges to text n nasty things. Uh, sometimes I would just write it down. So I did a lot of uh, gay journaling um, <laughs> of my feelings and like what I would say to Nora if I could and like all the angry stuff. Um, that, that too, with like the thoughts of like being dead, it was like, would that hurt her? Would that make her feel something oh, finally? Yeah. You know, like how twisted and psycho, but also so natural. Twisted. Oh, right? I yeah, thoughts of getting severely injured or something. So yeah. she had to be in the hospital. Yeah. Because all you want, even, even though it was the right thing, all I wanted was her to regret it. I want her to feel horrible. I want her to feel uh, worse than me. I want her to feel like she just made the biggest mistake of her life. 
and in retrospect, it was the best thing. It wasn't, it wasn't a good marriage. So it seems like you cope <laughs> relatively well. I was definitely suicidal after I was the same crying like that. So it seems like you, and like staying away from drinking is like amazing. I think if I hadn't been sober when this happened, me, I have a drug and alcohol problem, but yeah, it's like a big one, like stay away from that. My mantra was like, you need to feel all of this because if you repress anything you're feeling right now, the longer it's going to stay inside of you. Mm -hmm. So I just like let myself be miserable. I let myself cry all the time. I let myself scream into pillows. Um, I, so we, we were supposed to go on um, a, a vacation uh, to Japan and we both kind of knew when we were planning it that it probably wasn't going to happen uh, mm. because everything was falling apart. So I, I made the decision because I took the time off work to take my mom on a trip to Germany uh, and nobody stopped me. And it wasn't until um, the like second to the last day of the, the trip that I went to um, a bathhouse like a roman bathhouse where you get naked and you go through all these stations and my mom wouldn't go with me because she's a prude and uh, <laughs> which was probably good for me at the time like i didn't need any other like mental stress but <laughs> hanging out naked with my mom uh so yeah i went there and i felt like being submerged in water and like hot water and then thinking about everything like my body was calm from the water and the steam and whatever and I was able to have all these like negative thoughts all these sad thoughts but my body was feeling okay and I feel like that communication between my body and my brain is what healed me wow like I I was like oh I'm able to process this without feeling like I want to choke on my own vomit mm -hmm. and emerged from that feeling like a weight had been lifted off me um my perspective changed I was like I would say like 90% over it wow point. yeah wow so you can like pinpoint the moment because for me I like it's been slow but I couldn't like I stopped crying around 60 days but I have no idea what happened I think I just was like but so interesting to like pinpoint and like bathhouse moment yeah it was something about like being away being out of my apartment and then coming back to new york with a little bit of a spring in my step and feeling like all right life like starting a new chapter the page is empty uh yeah. i just have to think about myself and can do whatever i want to do and not let the the weight of this not great relationship weigh me down anymore and not have to feel guilt or not have to feel like I'm not enough or I'm bad or I'm falling short, you know? Let's just um, wrap it. Like, do you have one thing that you say would be overall advice for someone who's been, especially in a marriage, going through a divorce or that has been broken up with? Whoa, hold on one second. Hi, before we get to the overall advice, my name is Morgan Miller. You've just been watching me this whole time. I'm the host of Famously Dumped and I've got a couple of things I gotta tell you before we finish up the episode. 
One, we have an email account, famouslydumped at gmail.com, where you can email me. Maybe you have comments, questions for our guests, questions for me. Maybe you have advice for our listeners, or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you want to tell me about. So please email me there. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll put it on the podcast. Two, you can donate to the show, which is great. How can you donate at our Venmo, which is famously underscore dumped, or you can go on over to my Patreon account, which is Patreon dot com backslash Morgan Miller 1717 over on my Patreon will live bonus episodes, uncut episodes and other comedy material that I'm coming out with that will strictly be on Patreon. Okay. So head on over there. And finally, don't forget to follow me on social media. Yes. I'm doing a social media plug. Come on. It's 2021. Let's get to it. My social media is Morgan Miller 17 across the board. And also I'm on TikTok. Yes. I'm in my thirties. I have TikTok. I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. Yeah, I mean, I I will, like, I do give myself a lot of credit for the way I handled it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like, I tried so hard to keep it together. And I think that that's just how how I am. I don't like to feel, like, out of control emotionally but I had to let myself be a little bit um out of control so I think um just like any thoughts you you get in your head that might be unhealthy like I want to die or I want to um like ruin their life in a certain way or whatever just keep and that you have all the time to do that later when you're more clear-headed, if that's really what you want down the line, I wouldn't recommend it, but to know that like any thoughts you have, and that's why I like dyeing your hair pink or bleaching it or getting weird bangs. Like that's, I think a great way to have a change or to do something that feels drastic that will not like hurt other people yeah. and yourself. Yeah, yeah. So accepting the feelings as they come, but not acting on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you, you know, and I think being 30 in your thirties, it is also like somehow you're able to cope better. Like had this happened, I mean, I'd been broken up with before in my twenties, but like chaos ensued after that. So yeah. there's something about like being in your thirties and for me being sober, that was like, okay, let them come, but don't act on them. Um, that was like, I don't know how I did it because I was so thick in the despair but yeah I mean great that's that's great advice so we're gonna get you out of here but before we do we do pretty two pretty very fun segments um the first one is Brandon and now time for horoscopes <laughs> Swain to that nice jingle there we go me again um so uh this is very gay and uh we can do it so we are gonna see if you guys were doomed from the start you and nora uh to see what your signs were um and see if they were compatible at all you probably already know but for the for the viewers we're gonna just uh go ahead and do it so what was your sign you're a capricorn and what was nora's uh cancer cancer great oh boy have i dated a cancer so um what we're gonna do is go to the most reputable place to learn about horoscopes and that is google.com <laughs> not sponsored yet um <laughs> so brandon just uh go ahead and google capricorn and cancer love compatibility 
and we just go ahead and we click on the first arrow because that one is really, you know, which is, that's the true one. So it says Capricorn can soften up and balance ambition with a full social family life uh, with a cozy cancer in their lives. And then we go on because cancer and Capricorn are cardinal signs, there's a risk of two alphas clashing. So is that how it felt? I don't think so. <laughs> Being with the cancer felt like, oh, this is a great match. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I felt like uh, based on astrology, astrology had me thinking this was a good choice to make. Wow. Well, Google.com astrology says was kind of not going to work out. Too risky. So uh, yeah. there you go. So the stars kind of said, we can't, this isn't going to work. But hindsight 2020, <laughs> our last segment is Brennan. Yes, honey. Yes. <laughs> I don't care uh, how this one works. Um, so this is three compliments for Morgan. So this is when you give me three compliments so I don't feel so shitty about my life and so depressed about my breakup. And then we get you out of here. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I feel like everyone's going to give you this compliment, but you're hilarious. Uh, you know, the episode you did of Diking Out is one of my favorite episodes and I just find you so funny. And even before we knew each other, uh, I would see you on, on stage at UCB. Ah, sorry. Uh, I would see you on stage at UCB and just you were so memorable and so funny on, on stage. So that was great. Um, you're also just super um, approachable and nice. Like I remember once we went to an open mic together and we had never really talked much before. And we talked for maybe like five minutes or something walking to the train afterwards. And you just seemed like so cool and normally I didn't like talking to comedians at mics like usually I, I avoid them and yeah. I was like oh that was really lovely I should do that more often and Morgan seems like a super cool person uh and then third compliment I gotta tell you you're a babe there we are <laughs> there we are there we are. Those are amazing. I, this is very selfish part of the show that after I always am a little bit like this was maybe too much, but it does make me feel great. So there we have it. So thank you. That was so sweet. I also find you to be so funny and it's really been great getting to know you. I loved doing your podcast. Speaking of before we go, where can everyone find you on social media and um, what are you working on uh, that we should be on the lookout for? Uh, I mean, with everything going on right now, Diking Out has become my life. So at Diking Out on all social media handles, and we've got some uh, amazing guests that we've had recently, including uh, like Desiree Akhavan, uh Mae Martin, just some really talented, amazing people having funny and important conversations about queer culture and, and life. And uh, you can also follow me at TGI Carolyn, and that's where I post about all my other comedy stuff that I'm doing and entering the, the Zoom comedy world and all that. Awesome. Amazing. Well, we're going to check you out there. Of course, I'm going to promote Diking Out. I loved it. I love doing it. It's such a great podcast. 
a really like safe queer space and I love that you're still doing it. So great. Um, so thank you for sharing such a wonderful story and for being a seriously like pillar of strength in example of how to fucking handle a divorce. Um, pretty good. You wanted to die, but you didn't. And here we are. And you're grateful that it happened. So grateful. Yeah. Right. Honestly, like my life couldn't be better. So I recommend getting dumped. I do. <laughs> okay, good. Great, great, great. Awesome. Well, thank you, Carolyn. And we'll see you soon. Um, take care of yourself. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Great. That's it. You guys, that's another episode of famously dumped. Uh, Carolyn's great and honestly handled that very well. Uh, so we learned a lot from her. I'm so glad she was able to join us. Thank you guys so much for joining us on Famously Dumped and I'll go ahead and see you guys next time. Brandon, take us out with a song of your choice. Morgan, I told you this a million times. We don't have the rights to any music. Famously Dumped.